What? Hi, I'm Jamie Wincup. Hi, I'm Rick Kelly. Hi, I'm Lee Holdsworth, and you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Bell, and we have grabbed Thomas Randall, who's on the road and heading towards, well, first of all, Canberra. But, uh, Thomas, you've got to scramble to get to Eastern Creek or City Motorsport Park because the race is on. Yeah, hey, guys. Hey, Tony. Hey, Craig. Look, it's uh, yeah, certainly a crazy time and not really what I was expecting to be doing as of 12 hours ago, uh, 24 hours ago, actually. I wasn't, I wasn't even sure we'd be would be racing to be honest because I guess we're just super two but at about 3.15 I got the email through from Matt White and we had a phone call afterwards and yeah he said are you in and I uh, rang straight back and we uh, yeah, went, went, went ahead with it and it's just a, a massive credit to the team to all the staff that for all the part-time crew especially because I mean this isn't their full-time job so they've had to put their lives on hold really and we've all we all have to get a yeah man man travel across the border last night and yeah now I've, I'm in New South Wales and probably going to be here for yeah two weeks at uh, at the minimum uh, it's really interesting because as you say Matt Mark's crew they're not full-time crew one of the things I've known Matt a long time he's very first supercar in fact I helped organize it was an ex uh, uh, Barry Morecambe car that uh, was a Perkins built car that he bought. So I've known Matt a long time. And one of the things that I find so interesting about Matt is that his crew have been faithful to him for his entire time. Yeah, I mean, I've only been with the team since the start of the year, but I mean, to have a, a team that, yeah, I guess is loyal, but the crew, staff, you know, that, that's when you know that you run a good operation. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen that from the get-go at the start of the year. Everyone wants to achieve the same objective. And, I mean, I can pick up the phone and ring Matt anytime. We were in constant contact yesterday. One of my sponsors, Angelo Turkin from ACT Fensai, he's, he's up in the ACT and, yeah, he helped, he's helped organise a place for the crew to stay. A couple of them had to go up last night and for the rest of us today. So I've just been in constant contact with him and with Matt just to try and, yeah, I guess, uh, tackle or have one miracle at a time and they take breaks. So it's yeah, it's just it's just incredible. You just you just wouldn't think something like this would happen or could happen. I mean, the border between New South Wales and Victoria hasn't been shut since the, the Spanish flu back in 1919. So it's been over a hundred years, and yeah, it's not something I was expecting to happen in my lifetime. And I'm sure it's the same for you as well. Yeah, that is exactly right. What is the procedure? Have you been given a list of what you can do, what you can't do, uh, when you have to appear at certain places um, as part of the supercars and obviously support categories uh, COVID-19 plan? Um, at the moment, I haven't actually been told too much. I mean, I think because well, originally we were actually meant to be testing at Winton today because we were going to be heading up next week as, as per normal. And obviously the announcement at 10.45 a.m. on Monday, um, which they, Dan Andrews stated the board is showing tomorrow night. And then about an hour later, they said it's actually shutting tonight, so Monday night, for anyone in Melbourne. 
So at the moment, supercars have just been you know, working around the clock to make sure all the teams got into New South Wales. So really, that was step one ticked off. And now I, I believe supercars are working on a plan of trying to put protocols in place on yeah what they what they do regarding testing. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we'll have to get tested at the track. Um, it might even be as early as this week, to be tomorrow, I'm not sure. And then there'll be, yeah, all the protocols in terms of social distancing where Super 2 will be parked up at the track, um, how long we're allowed at the circuit for, you know, all those sorts of things, which is what supercars went through as a category a couple of weeks ago. So I'm sure they learned a lot of lessons at, uh, two weeks ago. And now they're going to have, yeah, more, more stuff. But look, in such a fluid situation, Craig, I mean, the, the situation in Melbourne's not, certainly not great. I've heard rumours that they're probably going to go back into lockdown today, uh, a full hard lockdown like what they did about a month ago or you know, about six weeks ago. So, yeah, I, it's hard to say. It's such a fluid situation that, I mean, there's no guarantee really that we'll race. I mean, at the moment, the current situation in New South Wales is that we can race. But if for some reason there's a spike in New South Wales or in Sydney, I don't know. But um, we've just got to play it by ear, and that ear is changing ever so quickly. Now, if we look at your life, how do you put yourself into a position to be able to do this? Well, yeah, it's, it's tricky. I mean, I guess I've got my own battle that I'm, yeah, battling away with. Um, I mean, I think for, for, for Super 2, I think if, the, if our calendar, you know, best case scenario, if our calendar were to stay the same, highly unlikely because of what's going on, but our next round wasn't going to be until Sandown anyway, which was mid-September, as that was brought, that replaced the Taylor and Bend round. So potentially, if it were to stay that way, we would just go back to Victoria um, at the end of next week. And then, you know, our next round would be in Victoria anyway. But I don't know what's going to happen. But, I mean, I've got a, um, another scan of mine, which is scheduled in September. So I've got a little bit of time on my sleeve. And I'll probably need to do some blood tests. But if I have to stay here, I can do them here. And look, if I have to come back, then I will. Because my health comes first. But first and foremost, yeah, is my, my health. So, um, but at the moment... The, uh, the oncologist and the specialist have just said I can sit tight for now and we'll keep monitoring the situation, um, which is which is good. But, yeah, at the moment, there's just sort of one one area on the scan that they're just keeping an eye on. So, um, yeah, I've got to, like I said, I've got to scan in a couple of months, so we'll just wait and see what that shows. But by then, I, I think I'll be well and truly back in, in Melbourne. So. There's another part to your life, and that's your engineering degree. Where does that sit at the moment? Uh, so my semester finished last month, about like, three weeks ago. So the next semester is to restart the start of August. So I assume that it's probably going to stay online now because of the second spike of COVID, and if we go into a hard shut down, which is what I'm hearing today, that they'll go into another hard lockdown, then they'll have to go online. And if it's online, then I can I can pretty much do it anywhere. So um, which is which is good. And it's also good for me if I end up having to do 
treatments later in the year. I can just do it all online. And, um, there's a lot of good support groups regarding, you know, my health conditions. If I were to take up those offers, um, if I needed to, you know, have ex- extensions for assignments or hurdles, skip, skip hurdles for, for this reason. So I'm not, I'm not too stressed there. I think I'll still be able to do some form of uni. I'm not, not too worried about that. It's just, I guess the, uh, the simulation business is going to have to be put on hold for a couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, such a tricky time, Tony. Uh, like I said, it's uh, rapidly changing every every day. I mean, at the moment, we had, hundred, I think, 191 cases today in Victoria. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm really, I wish I had all the answers, but I'm, yeah, I'm just a driver, right. I'm afraid. <laughs> well, yeah, we know more than just a driver. You're also an inspiration to a lot of people and a lot of other things. Um, one of the things, of course, was that you provided a, a real link for Rubens Barrichello because uh, uh, the E-Series came along and, and you were involved with him before he went and came uh, for Sandown last year. Um, yeah. You've still obviously struck up that relationship and friendship with Rubens. Um, have you had contact with him in recent days? Is everything still okay there in Brazil? Yeah, we, we actually spoke about a week ago. Um, he was telling me about how he's, he was just testing his uh, Brazilian stock car, actually. So he was that was his first test day of the year because of, uh, because of COVID. So, um, yeah, we we speak every now and again. I haven't, you know, we, we don't speak every day. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Formula 1 was on the weekend and the F2 and F3. So I, on my way up to Albury last night, I... I called a few of the boys in F2 and F3 just to see how their weekends went. I gave um, Jack Aiken a call just to see how he was going. And, um, yeah, he's, he's actually doing free practice one at Austria this weekend in the Williams. So that's going to be pretty exciting for him. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see how, I'll see how he gets on. And hopefully he can have a better weekend in F2 than he did on the weekend just past. But, uh, yeah, I've got plenty of time to watch that racing because, Kind of got a week and a half of sitting around up here in in, uh, in New South Wales, so yeah, I have to I have to think of something to do. Have you made any sort of plans for once you get to Sydney, or is, by that time the uh, supercars COVID protocols might kick in and you've got to stay locked up in the hotel? Yeah, look, I'm not sure yet. I don't know what what their plans are. I mean, I, I might stay with uh, yeah a good friend of mine. In ACT, not a hundred percent sure yet, but um, at this stage, first thing is just getting to Canberra tonight, and then we'll go from there. It's just, yeah, I'm sort of finding out things every hour at the moment, so I don't know what supercars will probably have some sort of protocol in place for the Victorian teams because it's different for any Queensland or New South Wales teams. They don't have to change anything at all. They just go about their, at the moment, they can just go about their business as usual. They don't need to put any staff or um, any crew up in hotels. Their cars can still stay at their workshops. They can work on them. But for Victorian teams, as you know, it's um, quite a different different story. And quite an expense that either you or or Matty White or someone has to pay for all this uh for all this accommodation and meals and everything like that. Oh yeah, no, it's 
crazy. And I even you look at like the, the part timers that they're going to miss out on a week and a half, a week and a half worth of work. So I don't know how they're going to get whether they'll get compensated for that. I have no idea. But that's the thing about the Super Twos and the Super Threes. I mean, supercars is kind of different because all the staff there they're all full time at a supercars team, so it kind of isn't as bad. But for uh, for the Super Twos and the Super Threes, I mean, uh, we only sort of have you know two or three full timers, and the rest are just part timers that you know get to fly in on the weekend. So um, yeah, I don't know how they're going to organise that. It, there's just so much to think about, so much to organise, and so much. So many repercussions from this, you know. I don't know how they're going to get on top of it, of it after this. I mean, it's just huh, it's mind-boggling, Craig. I, I'm just glad I'm not running supercars, to be honest. It, it's a fascinating thing where you know everything has to be fluid. People have to be able to adapt and change. I mean, I'm sure you'd be heard those words, uh, you know, echoing around Victoria from the AFL that obviously these people who are professional in the football world that they have to be able to change with what happens. In the same way yeah. as you mentioned, it's that interesting thing where Super Two doesn't have the degree of professionalism, not because people don't do things to a professional level but because it is not their prime job. Obviously, no, exactly. White and, yeah. and, a, and a few of his boys are. Um, yeah. You've enjoyed the, the shift to Matt White and listen, not that, that where you were wasn't enjoyable with Tickford, but it just events happened that you were, found yourself driving a Nissan now. And I think from memory of conversations we had around Adelaide, the you're enjoying driving this new car with the dynamics that were so different. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I've only had, I only really got one full test day in the car before going to Adelaide, but, you know, I felt like we were able to get on top of it pretty quickly and, you know, gel with with the new team quite quickly as well. The car, it's a really nice car to drive and I feel like there's a bit more leeway in terms of pushing it, pushing the car to its limits. I feel like there's, the bigger window before and you feel like the car's just going to let go on you. I feel like um, the, the secret car, I, I felt like I, I had to sort of tippy-toe my way around driving it. Like, sort of had to, I don't know, under-drive under it in a way to, to try and produce a lap time. Like, if you you couldn't really push the car as hard as you felt comfortable to because it would just, you know, you'd get it a front lock-up or the rear would let go, whereas I felt like it, in the Nissan in qualifying, I could just put that car on the line and I had complete confidence that I could uh, yeah, push it as hard as I could, whereas, like, yeah, I didn't feel like I had that confidence in the in the, uh, in the the Falcon. But, yeah, Matt's really good. I mean, he was he was my engineer, basically, at, at Adelaide, and he's an ex-racer, so um, we had a couple braking, well, brake, Brake temperature issues, which you know he put his hand up and said, "Yep, I think we got that wrong." And then same for me. If I if I mess it up, I'll just say the same thing. I, I like how there's you know, complete transparency. I've got the team boss on my radio in the races, and um, any problems I have, I can just go straight to him, and uh, yeah, he'll try and rectify them, which I think is fantastic. Like I said yesterday, I was on the phone to him pretty much all day trying to work out what we were going to do, and um, I, you know. Communication is key. Communication and transparency is key in a team. You know, to have the confidence in your team, you need to be able to 
know you can talk to them about anything regarding the car or regarding the championship, any movement, changes in regulations, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it's, it's quite good. But, I mean, we're going to be going into, most likely, we're going to be going into next Saturday yeah, without having driven the car since Adelaide, which is a longer break than what supercars have had. So it's going to be, it's going to be intense for sure. And tell me, uh, have you been given an idea on what the format will be this weekend or for your next races? Um, well, I got told um, about a, three days ago that it was going to be like two practice sessions of qualifying a race on Saturday. Um, and then Sunday was going to be poly in a race. So it, it was actually going to be a similar format to the three-day event. Um, but, yeah, I... I don't know. It might change now. I've got no idea. I mean, you know, all these Super 2 and Super 3 teams have been a big effort to uh, get across the border. So it would be pretty uh, unfortunate if we couldn't race. But, hey, that's out of our control. You can't be upset over the things you can't control. So I'm, I'm just, myself and the team and all the teams, I think, have done the very best job they can. I've got to commend everyone. And, We've all done our bit, so we'll see whether or not it'll it'll pay off. Well, Thomas, we wish you not just the best luck, but we wish you all the very best. We know that you've got uh, great people in your corner, as well as mum and dad. Um, yeah, So uh, we look forward to to seeing how this all pans out for you. So best with it all. Thank you very much for joining us on Inside Supercars. Thomas Randall on his way to Sydney. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. Great to chat. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.